0: Is the Business of Reselling Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Oman. Hey everybody, it's episode 14 of the Business of Reselling Podcasts, and I'm recording this on Halloween. Um, because what else would I be doing on Halloween? If you know me at all, you know that Halloween is not my jam. Um, so I'm very happy to just curl up in some comfy outfits. Um, maybe watch some television that is not Halloween related. Um, have a beer and ignore everything that's going on outside. Anyway, if you hear booming, it's fireworks, and there might be kids around and stuff. So I can't get rid of all the background noise in this episode, but I'm sure you will forgive me for that. Um, So it's a special Halloween episode, and I am going to be talking about something a little bit scary, and that is Black Friday. So this week's Just the Tip is about Black Friday selling strategies. I want to get you thinking about what you might be able to do during this Black Friday weekend to sort of spur on some sales Um, And have a really great selling weekend when a lot of people are out shopping online. Uh, I didn't prepare any notes for this at all, but I did do a little bit of research. um, So I'm going to be bumbling around in some of the articles that I found. Um, So I was looking into like consumer behavior on Black Friday and like what people do. And I found this article. It's actually pretty old. So it goes back to um, 2011. And um, it's for researchers, Simpson, Taylor, O'Rourke, and Shaw from Eastern Illinois University. And I, I don't know anything about Eastern Illinois University. um, But I did like this article. So this was an article where some researchers went and did some observations at um, brick and mortar retail stores to see um, how consumers sort of responded to like door crashers and long lines and getting up early in the morning and stuff like that to just sort of see how people were reacting to the whole Black Friday scene um and how they felt and what was super interesting about the observations that the researchers did was that they found out that uh uh, 40 of observers reported seeing individual customers exhibit calmness in this black friday scenario followed by courteousness followed by happiness followed by anxiety (laughs) So we know the traditional Black Friday uh, situation, you know, it's all about those getting those door crasher deals, getting up early, waiting in line, the stores open early. Um, And, you know, we've all seen the videos of this absolute pandemonium as people run into the stores. And so we expect that anxiety, um, disgust, distress, irritability, tension are going to be um, exhibited by the buyers in the stores. But as Black Friday sales have transitioned more to online, especially during the last couple of years, because you know why, um, we've seen uh, shifts in the way that consumers view Black Friday and how they respond to the potential deals that they can get. So um, what's interesting about Black Friday as it has shifted online um, is that, uh, and this research comes from TDO. TDO is a Chatbot service that does like those um, like customer service chat chat bots that you see on a lot of websites. Um, so they've done a, a bunch of research into consumer behavior and marketing. And in this article that they wrote, oh, it was just updated October 19th, 2022. Uh, they found in some other research on Black Friday consumer behavior that as many as 62% of buyers think Black Friday is a scam to get people to spend more money. But over 80% of customers intend to shop on Black Friday and Cyber Monday anyway, Um, which is quite funny. I mean, it's weird to talk about something like Black Friday as a scam because the deals are offered and you can buy the deal or not buy the deal. And nobody is forcing you to buy it. Therefore, it doesn't really qualify as a scam. Um, So it's kind of an interesting observation on how people uh, look at Black Friday shopping now, I think, especially online online. Um, The article also says that 31% of brick and mortar shoppers uh, plan to spend more than last year and 77% of people would be interested in booking an appointment to shop in store on Black Friday. Uh, So what's interesting about that, if we think back again to what um, Black Friday used to be all about before consumers were doing so much online shopping, um, was there was this idea that you could be first, you could be the first person to get at something that there was a super limited quantity of. And as the retailers hope, as you if you get that deal, then you're going to continue to walk around in the store and you're going to touch and feel more products and walk out with, you know, bags and bags of stuff. So, the brick and mortar environment is really well suited to encouraging consumers to spend more per visit. Um, because of all of those tactile experiences that you can have while you're in the store. So there was another article <clears throat> that was published last November um, by two researchers, Yang and Carmen. Um, they published this article on Harvard Business Review about how to make Black Friday a more exciting online experience. Um, because as the research from TDO shows, and I'll post the article in the show notes if you want to read the whole thing, There's um, there definitely seems to be kind of this waning enthusiasm when it comes to Black Friday deals um, not only people do people think they're a scam but also the online environment makes it really difficult to make a purchasing decision because you're not in one retailer that's offering a finite number of products you're online where you could be on any retailer's website at any moment and that can become overwhelming and actually lead to consumers spending less than they might have if they were in a brick and mortar store. So online, as resellers we're competing with this you know obviously this massive online event this massive barrage of marketing tactics um, put on by the big retailers to get people to come online and spend and of course they have much bigger marketing budgets than we do um, to try and put their brand and their deals in front of more consumers so What can we do as smaller e-commerce resellers, many of us selling used goods, um, not necessarily the kinds of things that people are seeking out on Black Friday. How do we take advantage of this weekend to try and spur sales in our store? Well, for the past few years, we haven't really had a particular strategy around Black Friday. I just run the deepest discounts that I can. I start them a few days before American Thanksgiving. I usually keep them going well into the following week. So my Black Friday sale is like seven to 10 days normally. Um, And I'll just discount everything to the absolute lowest amount that I'm comfortable with. And it works, you know, it brings people into our store. People who are watching our items already are finally incentivized to get this deal. And I can incorporate the concept of scarcity. Uh, which is an important principle of persuasion. If you haven't read Robert Cialdini's um, Principles of Persuasion literature, it is well worth it if you're interested in marketing. Um, Anyway, uh, scarcity is one of the most important things that you need to incorporate in order to get buyers to buy on Black Friday. We need to convince consumers that this deal is here now, and it's not going to be here in a couple of days, so you need to jump on it. Um, But often it's not enough to just say, just send out a couple of emails or put a big sale on in your store and hope that people find the deal, right? We need to be reaching out to the customers. We need to be giving them an experience that's a little bit more interesting, a little bit enticing, ideally interactive um, to make them come and shop with us and choose us as opposed to the many other sellers out there that they could be choosing. So without... The marketing budget to buy a bunch of Facebook ads and get our little store in front of thousands and thousands of people, uh, what are some of the things that we can do? Well, let's look at some of this research from Yang and Carmen um, and see the kinds of things that um, <clears throat> they saw as successful or things that they recommend for retailers. Uh, so, they say in the article, our study of consumer psychology reveals that three aspects of old school Black Friday have made it a particularly strong business and cultural phenomenon. And Those three things are doorbusters, scarcity management, and browsing. So their suggestions are if you can figure out a way to sort of manage these, um, these three aspects uh, in a way that Brings consumers in and makes them stay. That you're going to have a more successful Black Friday weekend. So doorbusters, right? Doorbusters are like loss leaders, um, products that are sold as a loss to, in order to get customers in the door. And I'm not going to make the suggestion that you should discount anything to the point of losing money on it. But we can still look at the concept of doorbusters bu- to say, what can we, you know, how can we entice customers to come in and get a great deal and buy more stuff. Um, one of the sort of easy ways to do that is like, say, if you're on eBay, you know, offering like um, a discount, if people spend more, um, a significant discount, if they spend more, or discounting a few items really significantly. And then after making the purchase, reach out to the buyer and say, you know, hey, you you're the lucky recipient of our doorbuster deal. Um, Because you got it, here's, you know, your opportunity to get you know, 40% off in our store with this coupon or 20% off or whatever it is. So between the buyer making the purchase of the super cheap discounted item and you shipping it, you're reaching out to them and encouraging them to make another purchase. So that's one, day that one way you can kind of use the same idea of a doorbuster to potentially make additional sales. I can't say sure if it would work but it's something you could think about i mean there may be other ways to incorporate that same uh, concept into your online store now scarcity i already mentioned um it's a really important thing to to leverage with any black friday event whether that's in person or online buyers need to understand that they're not going to get this deal all the way to christmas that it is going to end um and you can be very proactive about the way you do this if you're on eBay now, and you use the offers to watchers feature, this is a great way to incorporate scarcity, because those offers to watchers are only good for like, I think it's 48 hours or something. So you can do this during Black Friday, to try and encourage consumers to make a purchase sooner. And this is one thing that I've done in the past couple of years that has worked really well. So let's say I take my diecast cars and I discount them all by 30% across the board. They're on sale. Whenever you put a category of items on sale in your store, you're going to notice that your watchers start to increase. So you put them on sale, you wait a couple of days. The watchers on those items increase. Then you do offers to watchers and you say, Hey, we see you watching our item that's on sale right now. Here's your chance to get an additional 5% off our already discounted price. So now you're discounting 30% plus another 5%. But that's only good for 48 hours. And you use that message in the offers to watchers box to remind them, Hey, This is only going to be good for 48 hours. So if you really want the deepest discount possible, you're going to have to get it now. So that's one way to incorporate scarcity. You can also use some of eBay's uh, new functions around sending newsletters or sending messages to uh, repeat buyers or certain buyer groups um, and use the same kind of rhetoric to try and encourage them to purchase before your Black Friday sales uh, end. And then the third uh, aspect that they talk about in the article is browsing. So browsing, of course, in brick and mortar can be really effective. As I already said, a buyer who comes in and gets that doorbuster, or even if they don't get the doorbuster, stays and touches and feels a whole bunch of products in the store and, you know, likely makes an additional purchase so that's how the browsing works we're presenting the products in an attractive way and the buyer is going to wander through the store and find themselves a deal so in the article they say you know the ability to see touch and try out products contributes to the sensory pleasure of discovery in the brick and mortar environment so sparking this kind of discovery has always been a challenge for retailers because they're inherently less immersive multi-sensory So they suggest a lot of really fancy things like, you know, 3D replicas of showrooms where consumers can virtually walk through. I mean, this is all stuff that's well beyond um, what we can do as, as small scale sellers. But it's still worthwhile to think about how can I get. A buyer who's maybe already watching one item in my store to check out other items and you can use the offers to watchers feature to do that or the newsletter messaging or any of the other features that uh, eBay has or if you're on Etsy or another platform um, the tools that you have to connect with buyers who are considering buying your products are really important and the more you can personalize the messages that you're sending out to them the better so hey i see you're watching this item that's 20 percent off in our store right now um you might be interested in these other items as well that are 25 percent off but only for 72 more hours um, so i'd encourage you to go to our store and browse this category of items and see if you can find something you might like and get a great deal on it for a limited time so this kind of messaging could potentially get potential buyers to not just watch the one item in your store, because they may not even realize like you have a whole bunch of other things that they could like. It makes them think, oh, well, that's cool. And this person is reaching out to me with this kind personalized message. Maybe I will go and check out your store. Of course, we don't have the um, statistical analysis tools within eBay or within any of the online selling platforms that we use to know how well these are working. But I can say that anecdotally from trying out and experimenting with this type of messaging in the past, that we seem to have achieved a significant bump in sales versus not doing that. Um, it's difficult because you don't have like a control group where you can say, OK, like I'm going to do this for this part of my store and I'm not going to do this for th- this other part of my store. It, It's very difficult to um to really get the science behind it in, you know, in the small retail environments that we're working in. Um, But the thing is, it doesn't cost you anything to try these things. And if they work, then you've all of a sudden had this great Black Friday weekend. So I would encourage you not just to run a sale in your store, but think about how can I incorporate scarcity? How can I encourage browsing? And how can I bring potential buyers um, to my particular store and get their attention amidst all of the noise of all of the other Black Friday stuff that's going to be going on? Now, remember, um, today is, well, I said today is Halloween, so this will be published on November 1st. And American Thanksgiving is, I think, November 24th. So we're about three weeks away from what is possibly the biggest sort of shopping week of the year so do what you can send those messages out try to take advantage of this the best that you can um, it is absolutely worth it to at least try it and see how it works for you so that's what i want to see uh, on the youtube channel by email however you want to connect with me how did you what did you do for your black friday strategy what was it um, i'd love to know what you're trying this year um, and i'm I was reluctant to say exactly what I'm going to do because I didn't want to influence people to do the same thing because I think like it depends on what you're selling it depends on the size of your store and it depends on the you know the size of your email list and things like that so I didn't want I don't want anybody copying what I'm gonna do but I will share the results as best I can of what um, how I implement our Black Friday strategy and uh, what the results are afterwards but I want to hear what you're gonna do so That's it for this week's Just the Tip. So Just the Tip, implement a new and interactive Black Friday strategy and tell me what it is. Have fun with it. See you next week.